You're tuned in to the Event Gems Podcast, the podcast where coaches, consultants, and speakers learn how to produce transformational and profitable events. I'm your host, Natasha Wright, Chief Experience Curator at The Diamond Butterfly. Join me and other industry experts as we teach you how to maximize the power of your next brand building event. Time to drop those gems. Let's fly. Hey, Trailblazers, welcome to another episode of Event Gems, where we uncover the hidden gems to host an impactful and profitable events. I'm your host, Natasha Wright, Chief Experience Curator at the Diamond Butterfly Agency, an event management agency that provides strategic and soul-stirring event planning services for businesses and organizations. So today we're going to be talking all about the Barbie marketing campaign. All around social media and in various media publications, everyone is talking about the stellar marketing campaign for the Barbie movie. So I figured since it's a Barbie world for another month or so, why not pull some of the gems from this impressive campaign? So let me tell you where this all started. A few months ago, I started seeing Barbie generated memes flood my timeline. I am a Barbie this, I am a Barbie that, and I simply just viewed it as another social media trend and didn't think too much of it. Then I started seeing the different product collaborations, the reels, and the floodgates were open from there. I was a Barbie girl living in a Barbie world. And even with this realization, I still didn't even know that there was a movie coming out and I didn't feel the need to dig any deeper. I just kind of relished in the pink explosion and the nostalgia of my favorite doll as a child. And so it didn't bother me at all. However, as an event strategist, I couldn't help but be intrigued by the hidden gems in this impressive campaign. And I wanted to uncover some of those gems and see how small business owners and organizations can apply them to their events. Now, based on my research, the Barbie movie had an estimated marketing budget of $100 million or more and has attracted over 100 promotional partners and generated countless headlines even before its release. Rarely have I seen a film become such a cultural touchstone before even hidden theaters, aside from, dare I say, a Black Panther, the first one, not the second one, the first one, definitely had the same type of cultural energy around the upcoming release of the movie. The Barbie movie starring Margot Robbie, and I hope that that's how her name is pronounced, and Ryan Grossland, Mabu, and co-starring Issa Rae, my girl, has had an extensive marketing campaign that has capitalized on fun, nostalgia, and brand experience and the power of partnerships. From custom pink crocs to product clothing line and even themed boat cruises, Barbie's marketing effort has been nothing short of impressive. And I will be using words such as impressive, stellar, amazing, incredible to describe this campaign throughout this entire podcast episode. Let's start with the fun aspect of this campaign. I just mentioned how the campaign capitalized on the fun of Barbie. This ain't your Barbie from the 1960s. She has evolved, she is brighter, and she is more sparkly than ever before. And if you've been following what's been happening within the past few years with Mattel, the makers of Barbie, you'll realize that they have really been trying to shift the image of who people have always associated Barbie to be 
They have made Barbie more multicultural. They have made Barbie more inclusive. And they have been making Barbies that are more size inclusive as well. So I think that this is the penultimate moment of them showcasing how evolved Barbie has now become, right? And how inclusive Barbie now is. So what I loved about that is that they've really shifted the focus of how you might have associated Barbie. Even in the marketing tagline, it brings an element of fun, but it also addresses what might be or might have been a negative association. It says, if you love Barbie, if you hate Barbie, this movie is for you. Drop the mic, walk off shade. (laughs) Super shady, but still fun, right? Even when you look at the promotional graphics that they use, it's bright, it's neon colored. Even the music video with Nicki Minaj has elements of the same playfulness. And even with the partnerships have this same level of playfulness within them. And because of that, it has made other brands take notice and want to ride the pink tsunami. So small business owners can take inspiration from this and add some fun into your promotional efforts, right? Engaging with your target audience with playful graphics or user-generated content campaigns like the Barbie Selfie Generator. Because let's be very clear, even though the dolls are for kids, they knew that they were marketing to two different demographics, the kids and the adults, but they did those marketing efforts strategically and it was very siloed in the way that they approached so that the adults saw that this was something for them. The kids saw that this was something for them, even though from the reviews of the movie, I've heard that it's not necessarily a kid-friendly movie, but that's not the point of what we're talking about here today. So which leads us to the next thing when they're marketing to the adults is they tapped into nostalgia. Uh, So in my previous episode, talking about how to extend the life cycle of your event, I talked about tapping into the power of first-time experiences and nostalgia to extend the life cycle of your event attendance year after year. Well, the Barbie team hit the nail on the head with this one. They collaborated with Airbnb with the Barbie Dreamhouse, which allowed fans to experience the real embodiment of the brand. They had a collaboration with Joybird, which is a furniture company, to have Barbie-inspired home furnishings. These are the things that brought the brand to life and told the story of the brand even more in a way that we could touch, we could feel it, we can really, truly step inside of it and experience it. So with your events, you really want to tap into the story of your brand to create those emotional connections with your attendees. So if you notice, they were tapping into the emotional connection and not just pushing a product or service and allowing that connection to really be the driving force for people to go out and see the movie. Which leads us to the brand experience. The experiential thread was ever present throughout the marketing campaign. The Barbie world did not disintegrate into basic reality. Even on the press store, the lead actress Margot dressed in variations of Barbie outfits. Her poses were exaggerated to look more doll-like. And the fact that other brands jumped on the bandwagon made us feel even more like we were living in Barbie's world. And and it all paid off with one of the biggest box office earnings since the pandemic and the number one for a female director or co-director, okay? That is incredible. 
Warner's global marketing president, Josh Goldstein, said one of the things about theatrical marketing is that it has the opportunity to engage the cultural zeitgeist in an exciting way. Everyone wants to be a part of something. He went on to say, I've probably worked on 250 movies over the course of my career, including Spider-Man at Sony way back in the day. I haven't felt this type of electricity in a long time. So that's saying a lot. As I've always mentioned, your experience is the differentiating edge. So if you extend this experience even into the marketing efforts, by leveraging brand experience, other brands are going to want to be a part of this movement of this thing that you're doing, right? Barbie's marketing campaign really optimized their brand universe. What it has taught us is that First and foremost, know your audience and create experiences that resonates with them and focus on building a community around your brand, just like Barbie has done. Lastly, let's talk about the power of partnerships. As mentioned before, the Barbie movies collaborated with other brands and artists, incorporating their influence into the films and even in the marketing efforts. Similarly, small business owners can partner with complementary brand or local influencers to co-host your events. You can make those strategic partnerships that can support you by extending and adding diversity to your event content and the activities that you are doing to promote your event. And although the and although the success of the campaign could be attributed to a high marketing budget, what I liked about it is that it's both a mixture of paid and earned media. In fact, I read an article where Josh Goldstein did not reveal the amount they spent on marketing, but mentioned the reason people think we spend so much is that it's so ubiquitous. That's a combination of paid media and how many partners came to play with us. Because it pierced the zeitgeist, it has the impression that we spent so much more. In fact, we spent it responsibly for an event movie. The lesson here is how you can collaborate with complementary partners to make your marketing campaign seem ubiquitous. So that might look like asking your speakers if they could post between two and 4 p.m., right? So then it becomes just this flood of your event flyer or promotional material on people's timeline or collaborate with complementary brands who have the target demographic that you have. So maybe it's a newsletter swap or a podcast episode or you speaking to their particular audience, whatever it is that you need to do to make that marketing seem ubiquitous and not have to spend a lot of money is the name of the game here. So to sum it all up, the Barbie marketing campaign has been a treasure trove of gems for small business owners. What it has taught us about how we can market like Barbie, even with a limited budget, is to embrace fun, tap into nostalgia, create compelling brand experiences, and seek strategic partners to make your event truly shine. Well, that's it for today. If you need support with laying the foundation for your next event, if this is your first event or your second event, and you're just looking for a fresh new perspective on how you could go about doing the planning, then be sure to download our Diamond in the Rough event planning starter guide. You can 
click the link in the show notes, or you can visit thediamondbutterfly.com. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please like, share, and subscribe. And until next time, I hope you caught those gems now. Let's fly.